0: Hello.
1: Oh, hi there.
0: Hello. How you doing? Great. How are you doing? <laughs> doing pretty well. Yeah. Welcome everybody. Welcome to our friend podcast. Maybe no. we should have a that's our jingle a little jingle <laughs> yeah maybe i we we may may need one at some point um Let's make a jingle. <laughs> well welcome everybody um welcome to our podcast i'm courtney i'm aubrey oh i didn't change my thing you still can I you
1: still can yet. that's fine I don't feel I don't like know. It. The one that says dandelion branding and does not say Courtney
0: is Aubrey. Wait, that's Aubrey. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, way? I think that yeah. Hopefully, that's pretty clear and understood. But I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> um. Yes, this is Off Brand Podcast. We are Dandelion Branding. We are a digital marketing agency that works with sustainable businesses. And this is our podcast about
1: mostly other things.
0: Other things, yeah. The intersection of uh, like mental health and life and running a business.
1: Yeah. And books. Book once a once a month we we talk about um a book that we read. Or listen to on audio book. Mm-hmm. That's this one. That's this. This is the once a month one. Yeah, we, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. we have a
1: book club, the Off Brand Book Club.
0: Oh, that's cute. Off Brand Book Club, unofficial, but maybe official. Um, maybe we should
1: just make it official. We should. We. How do you do? You think to do that? All we need to do is like make a different um, photo. Mm-hmm. For it, and then it could just say "book club"
0: on social media. Is what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Yep. I think mm-hmm. that's that's how we make it official. And then mm-hmm. maybe in that one, the jingle is like "Off brand Book Club," da da, and then it
0: starts. Yeah. Look at that! What a concept. Now we have two jingles. <laughs> um perhaps yeah maybe I'll maybe we can play around with with designing this one differently so that they stand out from the rest because this is kind of a totally different uh and more regular thing that we feature versus just talking about other things that are happening other things that we experience uh while growing a business and um so maybe it should yeah stand- this is a
1: totally different thing maybe it should be something different I don't know we're always learning when it comes to marketing you, it changes so often that you just kind of st- have to stay learning all the time and stay creative and use different ideas. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. 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 Oh hey, um, to f- you to follow us, uh, it's uh, Instagram on Instagram it's dandelion underscore branding.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: if you want, if you like this podcast um, and you want really cool actual digital marketing advice, and you <laughs> and you want to uh, follow us. Uh, Subscribe to our
0: YouTube channel. Yep, you can subscribe to the channel here because we will post this podcast video onto YouTube. So yes. definitely like and subscribe. That would be really helpful. Um, that would be great. Yeah, and you can follow along uh, on Instagram for everything else that we've got going on. Um,
1: Which is a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Self plug obligatory obligatory self-plug.
1: Yeah, we have to do it. We realize it's, it works a lot better when we do it at the top, <laughs> so <laughs> we're trying to remember better to do it at the top because we read our data and data says, talk about where people can follow you at the top of your posts on YouTube and etc.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so today on this episode we are going to be talking about the book called captivate yes debate um oh boy and captivate is by oh shit (laughs) i'm vanessa van edwards yes vanessa van edwards yes how um, you doing, Vanessa? Yes.
1: How you doing? I'm sorry about some of the things we're going to say in this podcast because I'm not the biggest fan of this book. And I'm just going to be honest about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want these book reviews to be very honest about our actual experience with them. Um, with mm-hmm. that said, we do te- – we we actually listen to the books on yes. our um, – That that here, Yes. So we listen on Audible. And so we understand that not every book really corresponds to that medium.
1: Right. And this is one of them. And I think that's a big reason why I wasn't the biggest fan of this one is really because if you're going to work with Captivate, probably if you're going to work with a lot of Vanessa's stuff, you really want it like in front of you as a workbook because it's really a workbook.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was um kind of immediately clear that like this wasn't a book that you can just kind of sit and listen to and and learn from in that in that way. It's much yeah. more um involved and um it does definitely re- like require you to kind of to take a break and like take a little te- test or something and yeah. um there's a lot of like supplementary information and yeah, um, you really
1: have to go find and get like, this isn't something you can listen to while you're like cleaning the house.
0: Not or, really. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have
1: to be like fully involved with it, which I think does not lend itself to audible at all.
0: -hmm. Yeah. so unfortunately, yeah, it was quite hard to kind of get through, though, the information is, is not not interesting. Um, no,
1: and it is actionable.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's right.
1: just it's just dense and, and not easy to do yeah as, a, as an audiobook I think yeah
0: right right yeah so so we had initially wanted to check this book out because both of us are introverts and we certainly um, as you may have seen from our was that the last podcast episode or one of the last no. podcast episodes um maybe two two ago ago. yeah yeah. um where we talked about introversion um both of us were quite open with you know our challenges uh with being an introvert entrepreneur and being Mm. introverted marketers and having to market ourselves that means like you know going to events talking to people Mm -hmm. pre-corona but um and that stuff was really hard for us. And so we thought that this book Captivate might be an interesting one to, um, to read because it's yeah. all about um, how to kind of read people and be more successful mm-hmm. with communicating with people. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is really useful information.
1: In theory. Um... There's a couple of, there's a couple of things I really, really did like, because I think, and you know, now that I'm, like, thinking on it, the reason why I don't, like, it didn't resonate with a lot of this book is because I don't really have an issue after I approach someone. Like, I, uh, I'm, a lot of it is, like, tell an interesting story, ask an interesting question, you know, like, have a conversation, Sparker, but it's like, I'm kind of a weirdo, and I have kind of a, oh, like, I'm, I'm genuinely interested in people's stuff, and I also um, have had a really interesting life, so I have a lot of weird stories that I can, like, make friends or, or acquaintances quite easily, But my problem is that, like, I don't want to fucking walk over there and talk to someone. Like, it's so much less about what to say than it is that I just have to get myself to go say it. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of the really good pointers in the very beginning, like the first five seconds or something where she's talking about, play to your strengths, and, like, how to work a room were really helpful for me. I was really interested. I really, at the beginning, I was like, yeah, fuck you, this book, um, because working a room is difficult for me, because I don't want to even be in that room ever with more than, like, two homies that I have had my whole life, Mm -hmm. but, like, um, that was one of the things, it was like, avoid just hanging out with your friends the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, guilty. Darn it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So split up, which I think we actually did really well when we went to the conference. We, we actually split up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And, and so, which I was very proud of us for doing at the time. Scary. And now it was scary, but now after reading this, I'm like, we did the right thing. And that's it. I'm more proud. But Mm -hmm. the other thing is like, don't, like she, she talked about like zone traps and places to be and places not to be. Yeah. And like where people's attention are when they first come in and when they're ready to talk to you, which I think is my big hang up is like where or how, like where do I go to walk up to someone? And she's like, uh, when people are exiting the bar and they're kind of like have that drink in your, hand, you know, that feeling when you like have that drink in your, hand, you're like, well, no, okay, like I did all the stuff, right? Like that's the perfect time to just walk up and introduce yourself, or like ask a silly question.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I like. I so that too. That. Yeah, I thought that that was. Yeah, she. She. Um. She made it very clear that like. When people first enter a room, they're not like ready for you to talk like at all. People, if, if there is like a greeter or something, like they half listen because they're reading the room, they're looking at what's mm-hmm. around, they, mm-hmm. they're kind of getting a vibe for right. who's there. Right. And taking their jacket off. Right. Like getting comfortable. Bathroom, yeah. yeah. There are other things to do first rather than like immediately let's start socializing. So I think that that was really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she also mentions to like, you know, kind of hang out by maybe by the food and kind of maybe go through the food line a couple times rather than getting yeah, it all a at grazer. Once. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, that's like, also a drink. really good
1: way to relieve a conversation which i'm also not great at i can get roped in i'm such a sucker for like speaking to one human Mm -hmm. because i can. i want to get into those really deep conversations i don't like small talk Mm -hmm. so i will get into really deep conversations with the other introverts that are sitting in the corners of the room and then never and then only talk to that one person for the entire (laughs) night so being a grazer, she was like, if you're there for networking and not like, like, obviously if you're there to make a friend, I'm thinking now the only actual real friends I have in the world are because we've d- did that. But at networking parties, just like, go be a grazer, go mm-hmm. like, be like, I'm just going to grab another snack.
0: Yeah. It's just always right. a great reason to do anything,
1: leave anywhere.
0: yeah I mean so so that sort of like those little tips were right at the beginning of the book and so that was definitely Mm -hmm. like a really interesting hook um yeah as as yeah as people who are not comfortable going to networking events those were really solid really actionable tips yes Um, absolutely yeah and then um so yeah that was a really cool intro but then shortly thereafter the book kind of transitions into talking more about um, reading people. Yes. And personality traits and um, personality types and that's really when it started to transition into more of like a workbook style where everything that was being referenced in the book was regarding work outside of the book
1: right which makes sense in a workshop or like to if you're going through it as like a team Mm -hmm. a work team um and you're going through it step by step but it's not easy listening uh yeah so i don't know there's a lot of i did i did take notes about like conversation starters like never skip a handshake but again all that's like ooh my favorite advice that she gives is take up space because that's something that we've talked about last week in the week actually we talk about taking up space a lot partially as as women entrepreneurs I think that we need to remember that we get we deserve to take up space yeah and so being loud and being able to like not like actually boisterously loud but like filling up the space that you have is fine and that felt good to just as a like a little reminder of like hey remember that you get to fill the space and if you don't have enough then make you can make more Mm -hmm. and not only is that like something that's good for your your soul but that's also tells other people that you that, like, you're confident and you're a winner and you're that person. Yes. So that was nice. And the, the physical. She also did this thing where she, like, said different stuff when she was in different positions. Whether she was, like, sitting up straight or, like, bending over. And the way her voice changed was – that was really interesting.
0: Hmm. See, there's so. a lot of the book that I don't like r- remember like there was it was it was written in a way that it wasn't exactly like stories like um yeah. like in influence a- another book that we had uh yeah. I was read to... um or, Three months ago or or dare to lead or like the these other ones that had really um
1: really engaging th- stories in-depth
0: stories yeah it didn't really feel like that as much and i don't know why <laughs> um i don't have yeah. the the words to explain why but yeah there's i there was like i just kind of felt lost because i wasn't able, as one read or when listening sorry um because i uh, wasn't able to, kind of, bop back and forth and do yeah. those little workbook worksheet things. Um.
1: Yeah, it felt like there were a lot of words. There were worse, they there are stories in it. Yeah. But, like, it seems like there's, like, shorter stories that are all piled together about different aspects of personality, or, for example, they'll be like, here's an here's an example of this personality. Here's an example of this personality. Here's an example of this personality. Rather than being like, here's a story. Mm-hmm. But she did tell one story that kind of been a little bit through that I did remember. It was about an intern that she didn't click with. Yeah. And she didn't click with her because she didn't take the time to, like, learn about that intern. And so that was a really nice... Like example of what she was trying to get across when she was talking about the Big Five personality things.
0: Yeah, that's so funny. That was one of the only stories of that book that I remembered because it was like it wasn't just an example. Yeah, like yes, it was an example, but it was also told from a first-hand story. right perspective and huge difference it does it does like and I I think maybe that's just how our brains work because we are conditioned to kind of hearing stories Mm -hmm. and and being able to put ourselves in that in their shoes and and, she also
1: totally makes that point yeah I I even wrote I even wrote that in my notes yeah it's funny because one of her final points I didn't I honestly I couldn't get through the, the whole book Um, because I just didn't want to like I unfortunately I didn't want to because I know that this is really valuable information but one of the things she said in the uh, five first five days chapter is about um, using stories of your own to hunt for stories from them which Mm -hmm. of course like as marketers we we do that. Um, and then I wrote um, that we should tell, we should tell, share our stories and our emails to improve our quick rate. That was what I got from that.
0: Mm. Um, but she didn't do her own advice. A little bit, but yeah, not it, yeah. Um, I think that the audiobook probably could have been adjusted to kind of remove some of that highly um connected pieces those pieces that were so necessary for the person to have done the like workbook yeah outside work and if and if it was more just kind of focusing on those individual stories um it might have been more easy like to helpful. get through yeah helpful yeah, yeah i think interesting uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just felt kind of like lost in words a little absolutely, bit. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, it was it was tough to get through. Yeah, I tried to even even this morning, like first thing, cleared brain, tried to listen to it for like two hours, um, mm-hmm. and was just like my mind was was moving on to other things. I just like couldn't. It wasn't specific enough. It wasn't. Uh, it didn't feel actionable enough, it was just like referencing s- definitions of personality traits. Um, also,
1: also something I noticed is that this book isn't super original. With the other books we've read, even Influence, which we keep coming back to because I do think that this is kind of like Influence, mm-hmm. um, which is about different studies and explains different studies in, in, a really, co- in really compelling ways this book, I could, I I could almost hear the influence from other books in it or like use the big, like love languages or the personalities, like that's not original content. So, and it's content I'm already familiar with and have Mm -hmm. already like utilized before. So my brain kind of switched off because I was like, you know, I read a lot and we've used a lot of these types of like the person, like especially the love languages, that's been something f- we've been really comfortable with for years. Yeah. It was a nice refresher, a nice reminder, but again, it's not original content. Right. So yeah. I'm actually much more interested in the studies that she shared because she's done a bunch of studies on people. And those, those studies were interesting about like what people can pick up, what they can understand how people read micro-expressions and how we can see them there, but like we don't always register it. And then when you can start to register those micro-expressions, then you can start understanding how to respond to, how to actually respond to people. Mm-hmm. She could write a whole book on that and it'd be way more interesting cause that's original content from her.
0: I would love to know that. I, yeah. I didn't yeah. learn that in this book.
1: I learned I about think, that it's possible.
0: I learned that it's a thing that I should, I, that I want to know more about. Right. But I didn't learn anything about how to read microexpressions or how to make decisions based on those microexpressions.
1: Yeah. Right. She talked about it, but she talked about it like it was just a fact rather than like if you had spent a whole chapter or or even like several chapters on or like a whole chapter per micro expression instead of just a list mm-hmm. that would probably would have been it will probably serve us much better. Cause now I find myself trying to trying to like see people's micro expressions and I don't fully understand the I don't fully understand the concept. Mm. I just didn't get that from this book.
0: Mm-mm. mm-mm. Yeah. Um
1: do you think maybe she just tried to put too much information into six hours of
0: well, listening? It. Yeah, it was just kind of surface level stuff. I mean, I think that if someone is kind of, um, it seemed like this book was maybe, it would maybe be helpful for for younger people, maybe okay. teenagers um, who are kind of, who haven't yet um, learned about like love languages or learned about taking like personality types and how that changes mm-hmm. how you interact with people. Um,
1: mm-hmm. It was. I think this would be helpful for someone with Asperger's.
0: I, I was kind of thinking that too. Yeah. It's sort of. Um, it, yeah. It, it's really simple in a lot of ways and I think maybe that's kind of why I turned my brain off and like I was just sort of like yeah okay I I know about love languages tune out
1: tune back in for a second oh you're yeah okay tune out
0: (laughs) yeah yeah unfortunately which um but had she been like
1: this is a book about micro expressions and then had that whole first chapter and then the rest of the book was about like This is what this emotion is. This is what this emotion looks like. And you can tell when somebody, when it passes in front of someone's face. Mm -hmm. That would have been so incredibly helpful, just like a deep dive there. And I don't, I don't honestly have the time or energy or interest now in going and, and searching up more information about those micro expressions. Like that's something I'm like, what's that show? Lie to Me. Maybe I'll go watch Lie to Me and kind of get that.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, I mean, one thing that we did both do, uh, we were both curious to see what her specific personality type test would <sighs>
1: yeah, show. yeah, we really like personality tests.
0: We do, yeah. We've taken, both of us have taken the Enneagram test, both of us have taken the Myers-Briggs test. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, and I felt like those were really, really cool yeah.
1: tests. Also lots of definitely accurate Facebook tests, like what kind of dog am I?
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Some yeah. Of, those are those are very uh wow, those have kind of died down. Those should come back. I loved those yeah. those BuzzFeed quizzes telling me what type yeah. of bread I was. Yeah,
1: what um, kind of mythical creature are you? No. <laughs> I'm some kind of fairy elf.
0: I agree with that.
1: That doesn't yeah, that doesn't surprise anyone.
0: You never
1: get us you never get an answer that surprises you. That's how you know they're accurate. It's
0: reassuring, I think, at <laughs> best. And yeah. confusing at worst. I don't know. Um yeah. But, uh, but yeah, this, the test had kind of, we, Aubrey and I had mixed results. My results felt a bit, like mine were pretty much as expected. Yeah.
1: I, I think mine are, are as expected except for my, um, extroversion. Yeah. I, it says that I'm a high extrovert
0: and that's just, that's just. False news. <laughs> so I guess how the, t- yeah, so it, it's based on, there's a parent, oh, yeah. to her there's five personality traits and you're ranked on these five by high, medium, or low. Is my yeah. Understanding. Um, yeah, and it's
1: like ocean, to help you remember. Openness, conscientiousness, extroversion. What letter am I at? Um, agreeable and neuroticism yes did you get medium neurotic yes do you feel like that's accurate the first time I took it I got medium and then the second time to to see if which I got the only thing that changed was my neurotic and I got Hmm. high neurotic now and I feel like that's
0: more accurate well I don't know because I don't know what high neurotic Means to this test, you know. I um medium neurotic, um, the they're just worrying, says, yeah. Certain situations can set you off, you can get burned out if you sign up for too much. On a bad week, it is hard to fall asleep because you're worrying about areas in your life. The good news is the medium neurotic, you can finally find ways to uh, you. To stabilize. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that feels about average. Yes, I uh, have anxiety. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah uh, I would consider myself sort of neurotic. I'm sure my boyfriend would also describe me as that um, but it's not something but I'm also like I've gotten used to it in the 31 years that I've been living so I know how to like chill and balance it a bit yep. and it doesn't Affect like every part of my life, you know. I'm not like
1: mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld
0: neurotic, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. medium neurotic. I would, yeah, I would kind of. That's how I would sort of describe yeah. myself. Yeah,
1: I feel like, yeah, I got high neurotic. That I, um, basically just as I like to think through all my options before I make a decision which makes a lot of sense uh, because it makes me way more anxious when Tom gives me more fucking options. Mm. Um, like way worse. But like it also says it takes me a longer time to calm down when I do freak out. But honestly, like I, I have uh, mechanisms that help me calm down. And I'm also wondering if maybe – Time and place makes a big difference for taking this this test in particular. It's only forty something questions, and uh, right now my life is crazy, right. a little bit. Um, we're bi- we're re- renovating our house, and all other times I'm I'm being of the co-founder of Dandelion Branding, so I think I, I am a little bit more neurotic right now. Right. That makes sense, yeah, yeah,
0: um, but I am
1: not more extroverted,
0: right. That was the biggest uh thing that we were like, okay, this doesn't quite make sense um right. the and I know why I got that right response
1: that's the thing is like the way that the way that she tests for extroversion is are you reserved, are you talkative um and I'm not reserved, and I am talkative. Doesn't mm-hmm. ask any questions about, like, wanting to spend your time alone or where you get your energy from. Um, I have no problems at all having a very long conversation. I'm not shy. I don't, I, I a a lot of people, when they first meet me, do think of me as an extrovert. It's very social, uh, because I can be very social. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what, and, and it's like being introverts, it's not something I hide, but like n- naturally like leave me the fuck alone, kind of, you know, I don't want to talk about all the things like that. Um, after I have those social interactions, I legit will just stay alone for days and days and days and days. I only, when I lived in California and I was single, I scheduled two weekends where I would see people and one day a week where I would go rock climbing. Sometimes two days a week where I would go rock climbing if I was feeling especially um okay but you never two days a week rock climbing with different partners and then on the same time at the weekend. Mm. Like it was really that scheduled and uh yeah that's how you keep a social schedule. With an
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that yeah. So I think the questions about introversion and extroversion were a little bit, um, probably it just kind of outdated in terms yeah. of of what types of questions it was asking. Right? If it had asked like, what, how how do you prefer to recharge? I think right. that would more accurately give results on introversion or extroversion. Right. Um, rather than... I also think that's, like, a little... Right. Just,
1: yeah. I think that like, that's also, like, just a tricky subject. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't immediately tell someone's like, introversion or extroversion from the way that they affect with you. You have to know them for a long time. You know? And a lot of times people don't know themselves. Like, Tom's a really good example. He... He, he, I don't know, he has a social schedule like an extrovert, mm. but it doesn't take very long before I re- start to recognize, like, you need time off. You need to not see people. Like, he starts, you know, I start to notice those, like, dips in energy or just, like, he, he it's like he doesn't, it's like he's a hearing problem. When he's seen too many people for too long and he's at home he doesn't he like closes himself off like like he has a fucking space helmet on or something he's just gone and i know when he's like that that it's like he's recharging. he's just off he just needs that recharge yeah but he doesn't he doesn't even recognize that in himself Mm -hmm. that's that's something interesting that i've seen i also i've seen that in in several people but that's the best example so
0: yeah. I think that's interesting yeah it is yeah um mm mm-hmm. yeah oh, wow. that was that was one where yeah, it just kind of didn't it 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 like i got i i got low extraversion. Um, and the way it's described in the email results that you get is like in- introverts get energy from alone time and like to recharge in solitude.
1: Right.
0: But like, that's not the way that the questions were asked at all. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah, are you like, how, how would you rate yourself on the scale of one to five on like, are you, um, talkative or something like that? I don't remember the exact question. <laughs> yeah.
1: Are you talkative do, do you, would you describe yourself I'm as someone that's like, talkative? And I was no. like, fuck oh, Yeah.
0: I don't consider myself as someone that's talkative. I will talk to the people that I care about, but, like, is that something that I would ever call myself? Hell no. But, like, could I sit here and talk on a podcast with you and talk to you for eight hours? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, like – I'm not more exhausted by that, but it's, like – So – it just kind of depends on the people that I'm around. There are a few people in my life that I can right. talk to endlessly. And, but in general, I don't want to really talk to many other people at, at all.
1: Right. <laughs> Please really leave me alone. Please let me I stay. Know. Like coming to this, I had that, like coming to this co-working space, this is new. I'm now building in time to have a conversation. I'm coming in a little earlier because... Talking makes me really stressed out, but I also recognize that I live in a small town now, so I can't just be like, I don't want to fucking and talk to you. Mm -hmm. I can't be a gremlin in here. I like, I'm in the, I'm in the middle of my tiny town. So when people walk in, I have to like, hello and, and like all the words I have to say, I have to, I have to. So now, yeah, I have to, like, prepare myself, and it, that's really, it's different, it's really different, it's really nice, I'm, I'm learning to think that it's really nice, especially learning town drama, love <laughs> well, I love it, I love it, but, um, yeah, I think that's a big change, and something that, like, I, I have to prepare for, you yeah. Do I think this book is helpful for that? No. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's helpful. It's supposed that's what it's supposed to be helpful for, right? And do I think it has has helped?
0: No. No. I didn't take away any. Um, I took I, I remember one story about how to like introduce how to start a conversation, conversation starters, you know, like that, yeah. you know, shouldn't just be like yes or no questions or like, you know, the normal shit, but like, yeah, she just had one story where someone just asked somebody like, do you like soup? Right. Um, and... That like started a
1: whole thing. Yeah. A
0: huge conversation. And, but it's like, I don't know what, like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. But you could totally
1: ask somebody a weird question. I don't like, that's what I took away from that
0: conversation though.
1: Yeah. But she asked if you like soup, because that was the project she was working on. So if it was like, how do you feel about sustainable brands,
0: you know, or like, how do you feel about carbon neutral neutral? Just saying that to someone (laughs) is out of the blue like that seems like if I if someone came up to me I could talk about that but if someone came up to me and just asked that out of the blue I'd be like uh uh-huh. like what like what are you I'm not prepared to have this conversation right now like I don't come with talking points on that like maybe with, that is maybe at
1: I'm a networking better. event you would though
0: maybe maybe um
1: you know you'd be I'm, like it could be anything from like, how do you feel about climate change to like, which is a huge fucking ask. And I definitely don't recommend ever asking that question right mm. off. I might try it though. Um, but, you know, mm. something uh, like adjacent
0: might be interesting.
1: Like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I that's just the difference. Like, I just starting that conversation with a new person when I have no idea how they're going to respond sound I'm already exhausted even thinking about asking someone that question I'm not gonna right but like I know that (laughs) right I know
1: but that's the that's the thing about this book is it's like yes this is an exhausting thing find a topic that isn't exhausting for you and just ask a question about it
0: you I don't really a networking learn a technique for doing that, I suppose, in this book, which I had hoped to. Right. And I, 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 I don't.
1: Do you think if if you had treated it like a workbook and we like bought the book and read it and like went through it step by, it took like three months to like actually go through this book, it would have been a
0: thing. I have no idea. Um. uh Maybe it certainly would have been easier to understand what it was that was that they were talking about in the book because I had done the homework or whatever. Um, so so maybe yeah, I think that I think that if it was a book that I was reading and was able to write notes in it and like like answer those questions in yeah. ri- in ri- writing in the book itself perhaps but listening to it I, uh, I, I couldn't um, it just didn't click for me um, yeah uh, and it's unfortunate and so, right so maybe, it maybe that's just our bad for using this format to to try this but it book shouldn't have no been no shouldn't,
1: right but also like if
0: you're if it doesn't work for audiobook you shouldn't make an audiobook yeah. Or you right? should say, hey, pause this audiobook and go do this now. Like you're gonna need this information for the next chapter. Like if she had mm-hmm. injected those little like Gary V took time to like, hey, I'm gonna make a little note right now just for the audiobook yeah. listeners. That would have been really cool for her to think about what our experience was as a listener with right. this type of with this type of information. Cause if yeah, if there had been prompts like that, like hey, go take a, go take a break go fill out this document. Here's the website. Right. Then then come back and listen. Yeah. Uh, uh, would have been more effective for me, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or if she had had a workbook on her website, that would have been awesome. Like yeah. at the toolbox, if it would be like, here's your workbook, go fill this out. Mm-hmm. Um, that Along might have been, been
0: reading it. Could have been, yeah, that could have. Also yeah.
1: Been. That, might have been, that might have been more helpful. It mm-hmm. also would have taken way more time, but I think for the purposes of this podcast we do it once a month so like for the purposes of this podcast I don't think that this ever would have been a success with us even if we were reading it even if we were going through the workbook because it would have just taken longer Yeah, this stuff takes a long time to learn and like study and I feel like each chapter I needed a whole other fucking book to like study some of the stuff she was talking about Mm -hmm. so I don't I, yeah, I just don't think that for our purposes here this would be worth, would be worth it or helpful, Um, but maybe if we were, like, you know, taking on a long-term workshop with Vanessa, you know, Mm -hmm. she's clearly fucking brilliant, like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk shit about her.
0: Yeah, because I don't She's so
1: brilliant and so well-researched, but I think it's too much even here yeah potentially there's just too much like clearly Vanessa understands every concept that she's writing about and she's utilizing these concepts and she's doing a really good job for herself and probably for the people that she works with because like she gives talks and she like goes around and she like gives workshops and helps people and all that stuff but she also like Wrote this book and it's not as helpful as it could be because it's too surface,
0: right? On these really dense, yeah. yeah, right,
1: whole so personalities and shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so let me like just two-
1: take ten personality tests and understand them all to like get through this book.
0: It's right. It's complicated. It's a little bit too, yeah. It's simultaneously too complicated in some of the things that it's referencing, but then also mm-hmm. too simplistic because it's not actually diving into any of those individual topics at all, right? It's like jumping around, and I'm like, right, I wh- was I spoke, where is I feel like a student who didn't do the homework,
1: right? <laughs> I agree,
0: like, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm like,
1: like, I feel guilty because I didn't. I didn't, I didn't, I need to look at the toolbox. It made me stressed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, t- yeah. I need to look yeah. at the toolbox. Yeah. But there wasn't really, I don't know. Yeah. So we took the personality test and that was interesting, but I think, okay. One really nice and actionable piece was that we did just hire someone. We added someone onto our team. Which is our yeah. Team. And I think her story about how, um, about managing that person and that person, you know, they they had, a, like, miscommunications and so she really had to think, uh, in terms of what this person, how this person works and what, what right. would be the best way to communicate with them. Um, right. I think that that story helped us to realize that, like, that was something that we also needed to, to incorporate right. with how we were managing this, this new person and, um, yeah so I did like that aspect of it. That was a nice reminder yeah. of like, okay, we have established um workflows and we have established ways of doing things that we've developed over the course of working together for uh, like years many years yeah. <laughs> yeah and then and and when injecting someone into that, I imagine that it is a lot to take in, and we Needed to recognize that um, that other people's minds work differently, and by adding a third yeah. person into the into the equation, um, we may need to change up some of the things that we we've got, and how we communicate. Well, right. you know how we. Right, and we
1: also that. need to understand how she communicates and what works best for her. Luckily, yeah. she, luckily, I think she's a really good fit. So she's like down to just kind of jump into a lot of the ways we do things. Uh, and she's like open enough to be like actually I think this would be better which is great because it yeah I mean now it's just us three so like we can't have that kind of relationship with the people we work with okay but had we hired somebody that was extremely agreeable in in terms of captivate like extremely agreeable and just like like low extroversion and like I don't know, low open, we probably would have been like, fuck, how do I communicate with this person? You know, she agrees to everything. Right. But like, does she like That's it? No, I not, yeah. I can't, I can't tell, mm-hmm. you know, but I, but with Lauren, I'm just like, she doesn't like it. and She'll just, she'll just tell us. <laughs> That's the kind of sense I'm getting. And it's only been a few weeks. So,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. But
1: like, I feel pretty confident that, yeah, she'll just tell us
0: yeah so yeah i think i mean for that one example i think this book was kind of a nice reminder it just kind of happened around the same time of us um already thinking about kind of restructuring or 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 potentially restructuring some of the ways that we communicate just to Mm -hmm. like make sure that it was working for another person's brain um and that just happened to kind of coincide with us being at like hearing that example story in this book so
1: that was nice yeah another thing that I I also listened to it a little bit today I think I can do like 45 minutes at a time before my brain is like (laughs) completely gone um was to identify someone's personal values when you approach them because let's see it was something like there is she she names i think five or six different values like information and actually i wrote them down because i thought it would be interesting to share um, love services status money goods and information and it's like your primary value so if you listen to the way people speak or the things that they bitch about you can kind of pick up on what their primary value is and then that's the best way to approach them with an ask or with if you need help or if like for us with our clients or or with potential clients and i think that was very very valuable because mm-hmm. i understand love languages i understand the personality traits but the primary value she does do that, she does have the trifecta and the book is about teaching you this trifecta of like understanding someone's like appreciation language and understanding someone's personality traits and understanding their primary values so that you can communicate with them better so you can get what you want from them. That's essentially it. Um, The primary value one I think is probably the most, the most effective thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I'm thinking like w- my primary value is information. Love and it is information and love, I think. Um so I don't care if you're going to talk to me about money. I don't care if you're going to talk to me about status or like service or whatever. But if you're if but I will bitch if I don't have all the information to make a decision. I I don't like that. So um, or if I haven't had enough time to think about something, once I get all the, like, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. so then I'm like, okay, my primary value is information. So I often give people a lot of fucking information, Yeah, uh, which is, I think you you have a very similar primary value, probably, because we often give people kind of an overwhelming amount of information. Um, and that's something that we need to consider and something that we've, we have started considering actively with, with the way that we approach people and the way that we approach like, um, our, the content we create, but, and, and how we uh, create proposals and all that stuff. But this, this actually gave me like a, an, a, a list and she gives us so many lists, but this list of like, what is your primary value was really helpful because I was like, if i can just keep that list in mind I, we could probably create we create so much like bespoke stuff for our clients we could probably create better in- informational things for them if we mm-hmm. can understand their primary value a bit better so that was a big takeaway for me
0: today right. yeah it's kind of like what is their motivator and and how can you yeah, kind of structure how you interact with them, right? To highlight that, uh, right? But again, you can
1: fucking, you, you could, she could have written a whole book about it, and it goes through it in one chapter, and she's like, this person communicates like this, and this person communicates like this, and I'm like,
0: whoa, 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 that part lost. I was lost. Yeah, I, I'm I, I, I lost didn't take any notes there because I was just like who like huh like who are these people and what are they like why? Yeah. Ooh, right it went yeah.
1: so fast like I need like a story a, a way to solidify that it would have been great
0: mm-hmm. yeah but I don't know how to tell really mm-hmm. uh, aside rather- from maybe some cues and the questions that they ask perhaps i can try to deduce what their values yeah. might be but i didn't. she goes over it but she goes over it so damn
1: fast that it's not i i think when you're reading the book it goes back to when you're reading the book i think she probably lays it out really clearly but you know it would be really great in the toolbox if you put a graph in there yeah for the stuff if she had like a Stuff they complain about, like that. She's like four different things that they to discern from, and then six different traits. So if she just turned it into a graph, that
0: would be epically helpful, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, got a train going by. Um. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's very interesting read
1: yeah
0: Wow. Yeah, or to, listen do, like
1: listen yeah I think it would, be a would more i recommend it yeah yeah <laughs> would i recommend it not as an audiobook no. no no but as a as a textbook for school maybe yeah like a college class would be yeah. would be nice as a college class mm. Read, really take notes on you could take you could be make quiz questions real easy yeah
0: yeah yeah there's so many lists yeah there's like yeah it's almost all it's just it's just a book of lists pretty much yeah um yeah that's kind of the crux of it I mean I think that if you hmm, yeah if you're having trouble kind of understanding how to communicate with people I don't know if this is where I would st- I don't yeah I really I, I, like, I don't know at what stage this book would actually be like monumentally helpful for someone um, unless they were maybe really it's something
1: you buy early
0: yeah
1: maybe something you buy young and revisit in between reading books like How to Win Friends and Influence People uh, or Influence uh, there's another one I was thinking I can't remember Wolf of Wall Street. I'm actually trying to get Courtney to read that, to listen to audio book too. Um, it's very, very good actually. At, it's it's about sales, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: in general, it's actually about a lot about this
0: people communication personality. people just
1: yeah. just chatting with
0: people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. So there's maybe other places to start, but but yeah, it might be good for like a. Yeah, teenager, maybe, mm-hmm. um, kind of developing their, their personality and, and maybe has issues with shyness. Uh, I feel like I
1: would have been really into this book and like, at, like, 16.
0: Maybe, yeah, but I probably also would have rebelled against it and been like, you don't know me. I'm more complicated.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I would have been like, I'm learning how to read people.
0: Oh, you know, if I knew how to use it to my advantage, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: because because so much of it is dedicated to using this to your advantage. Um, I think if you're actually reading it, it would be super helpful. But when you're just listening to it, it's like, here's how to use it to your advantage. And you're like, I didn't get that. No, but if you had a reference, you know, you could use it as a reference for like what what what's that boy doing? Why is he doing that? What does my <laughs> book say?
0: You know, that's true. Yeah, so maybe it could be like a yeah a, a textbook kind of um yeah used in that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. to get boyfriends. When maybe you're 16. that's what it's designed for. <laughs> Who knows? Um. Yeah, gosh, I, I mean, that was sort of my main takeaways from it. I really, I, I also wasn't able to finish it, nor was, I just was uninterested in finishing it. Honestly, I was just sort of like, mm-hmm. I'm not even, I can't, like, it's just not happening with my brain right now. So um, we gave it a good go, but yeah. uh, it was just, it was just not a hit for us. Um, that's okay. That's okay.
1: Yeah. What are we going to read next month? This month.
0: Good cool. 30 days. question. Good question. Our let's, next... let's consult the Asana board. Yeah, our next book on the list. Um,
1: oh wow, we have a lot on here.
0: There really are, yeah. Um, how, the one you just referred to, "How to Win Friends and Influence People," I have not actually read that. Um, oh, it's, it's good. Literally, the oldest book in the world, but um, it's the oldest book in our industry.
1: We should, yeah. we should probably read that one. It's really—I've read the like Cliff Notes of it, and this, my grandmother had that book, so I like read mm-hmm. it when I was, you know, like she was like ten books. Is this a thing when you were growing up, or is it still a thing now? When you have like magazine racks and they're like sit at like the top of the stairs or like a place that's really public that you walk by all the time just like it's a bookshelf but it's like a a small select few bookshelf um I didn't
0: I didn't have anything like that in my life with my family I don't think yeah
1: my family my family does that they have like a space where there's like a not a pile, but like a small shelf that has like a selection of books. Okay. Yeah, How hmm. to Win Friends and Influence People was on that shelf. Uh, hmm. When all the way through my life, when my grandma, my grandma just had it, and so yeah. I've randomly like picked it up and like went, gone through it a billion fucking times.
0: Hmm. And yeah. But I've never
1: actually like read it cover to
0: cover. Okay. Yeah. I guess my my, my my grandma and my mom share books. They read like romance novels and mystery novels, not anything like this. <laughs> and I was never interested in those and they were always just sort of like, that's not for you, little one, those little steamy romance novels, um, which I'm still not interested in, <laughs> so. But it
1: make, it, I can definitely see your mom re- reading romance novels
0: she's super into it yeah she so they they trade books all the time they they give each other books yeah they they always have like a pile of a stack of like a bag Sexy. full of books to that they give each other um Sexy romance books i wish
1: Sexy. i had a friendship of book sharing bags of bo- i mean we share books know. now but like
0: no. yeah mm-hmm. it's different yeah um but I think, yeah, so maybe that one will be the next one. Um, I, that ones I mean, it's so popular and a lot of folks have already read it. So that might be really um, an interesting one to mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, it's also
1: like timeless and highly recommended. Yeah. Um, Another place was in, I saw, I, I was exposed to it, was in, when I was in college, I had a bunch of internships and one of them, two of them were at ask, at-risk youth high schools and um one of those high schools was was highly influenced by this but like the create, it was a new type of online school and it, they, it was like a trial school kind of thing for at-risk youth in the area I was in and it was the only one of its kind and it was built on like cohort it was really cool um and it was it was largely built on like the interaction that they had was largely built on this book, so it's like hmm. it's everywhere. So yeah. I think yeah, it's probably smart. We'll yeah.
0: Work.
1: yeah. I, mean, I don't know if we can get it in an audiobook.
0: Okay. We'll figure it out from there, but it um, oh. might be that one, or if not, um, we'll do something. And we'll post oh, yeah. about it
1: in the serious marketer.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're interested in following along and maybe reading the next one, then you could join our Facebook group, Curious Marketer. And um, yeah, we'll follow up next month
1: mm-hmm. on the next book. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's great. Sweet. Yeah. um let's see do we know what our next podcast is going to be about no no we don't i think it just
1: says podcast
0: it does yes so um stay tuned though um we have a very long list of podcast potential topics so we'll just go ahead and choose one of those that are relevant Um, It's the first
1: day of spring. We're going to record it on the No,
0: fucking spring. It's the first day of fall.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I don't know if that's
0: relevant, but it might be the 21st. Yeah. Yeah. That is the fall equinox, no? Yeah. It's the equinox. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So
1: maybe we'll just talk about the equinox and the climate
0: and the world. Oh boy, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That spring,
1: may so we'll a I might take more than one podcast. Us talking about sustainability in the world and the what we're in.
0: Mm hmm. hmm.
1: I could go on for
0: a long time. It definitely could. Yeah, we'll see if we want to cover that topic.
1: I'm down 24 hours a day. You wake me up and you ask me about fucking climate change and wildfires, that I'm off on one.
0: Mm. I don't know if I'm super ready to talk about all of that. It's, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of like, I mean, being, being in California currently, it's just sort of like really overwhelming and really just like, I feel like I'm just like kind of grieving, in, in general, uh, mm-hmm. for the way the world was.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, so yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, <laughs> but we, I mean, it's definitely something that we we could absolutely talk about, and is is really relevant. It's affecting a lot of people right now, and it's pretty pretty messed up. So yeah yeah okay we'll see we'll go from there stay tuned and we'll talk to you next week um thanks for listening everybody that was our book review on captivate by vanessa van edwards
1: yep thank you
0: yeah thanks for listening thanks for watching if you're watching okay bye bye what you don't miss? you don't